Welcome to Praying the Psalms. My name is Ann Bradley Thomas. Today we'll be using Psalm 85. Today we'll be using Rory DeLeon's book, Praying the Body, Bringing the Psalms to Life. He includes an invocation to his practice to remind us why we are praying. He sets his book's intention as union with God. Reflect for yourself what is your intention. If you have a candle, light it to remember that we are in the season of Advent, to remember to watch and wait for Christ's coming. During Advent, we light candles of hope, peace, joy, and love, remembering the promises of God with prayer. For our centering time today, we'll be using words from the book. De Leon's creative approach takes you beyond your head into your entire being as a way of expanding your relationship with God. Sit still. In reverence for God's breath that flows constantly through you, begin to be aware of all your senses without comment or analysis. Notice warmth and coldness on your skin. Notice sounds near and far. See the space around you and its shapes and colors. Notice the taste in your mouth and the smell in the air around you. Notice if you have tight shoulders or neck muscles that might be informing you that you're not managing your stress levels well. Notice if you have shortness of breath that might be a clue you're holding on to something which calls for practicing patience or forgiveness. Be aware of your body during this time today so you might notice where your body needs care and attention. Listen to your body so you might lead a life that better proclaims and glorifies God. Look up and say, God, above me. Look down and say, God, below me. Look around and say, God, around me. Then, with praying hands on your chest, say, God, within me. Sit in another moment of silence and repeat this exercise with awe and wonder at God's gift of life. We will read the psalm four times, alternating with silent reflection between the readings. Expect distractions and have a plan for when they happen. You might try returning your focus back to your breathing. 
or put your hand on your chest and say, God within me. Or go back to your intention, like union with God, to recenter yourself back to God. The psalm has four stanzas, so today we'll use each stanza as a reading. We will read the NRSV, Eugene Peterson's modern paraphrase of the psalm that he wrote from the Hebrew words, Robert Alter's A Hebrew Scholar's Translation of the Psalm, and Nan Merrill's Contemplative Interpretation of the Psalm. Roy DeLeon says, We read and pray the scriptures, particularly difficult passages of the Psalms, with awareness of God's loving presence. Enfolded as we are in the love of the Creator, we will cry and beg for deliverance and demand protection like the psalmist, because we are human. Even though we know that Christ conquered death, we still cry out in frustration like the psalmist, because our fears, worldly desires, and need to control still lurk in secret like a lion in its covert. Waiting to tear us apart, we join with the psalmist, saying, Be pleased, O God, to deliver me. O Lord, make haste to help me. For our opening prayer, we will listen to the first verse of hymn 174, the ways of wisdom. Psalm 85, verses 1 through 3. Lord, you were favorable to your land. You restored the fortunes of Jacob. You forgave the inequities of your people. You pardoned all their sins. Selah, you withdrew all your wrath. You turned from your hot anger. God, you smiled on the good earth. You brought good times back to Jacob. You lifted the cloud of guilt from your people. You put their sins far out of sight. You took back your sin-provoked threats. You cooled your hot, righteous anger. You favored, O Lord, your land. You restored the condition of Jacob. You forgave your people's crime. You covered all their offenses. You laid aside all your wrath. You turned back from your blazing fury. O beloved, how gracious you are to your people. You restore their souls time and time again. You forgave their distractions when they wandered far from you. You give them new life. Yes, you bless them and raise up new hope. You awaken their hearts to love.
De Leon also says, We need to make our worship more holistic, of going to God not just with our hearts and minds, but also with our bodies. Christians and Jews in the Western world may be surrounded by playing fields and fitness centers, but when we step into the church or synagogue to enter into conscious discourse with the divine, we by and large check our bodies at the door. Use the silent time after the reading to offer your whole being to God. Ask God to deliver you from the pain and suffering of this life. Try placing your hands on your lap facing up as you pray. Or bow with praying hands pressed to your chest. Kneel. Raise your hands up towards the heavens. And with other new ways, stretch your heart open to acknowledge our soul's thirst for the one in whom we live and move and have our being. Listen now to the second stanza of Psalm 85, verses 4 through 7. Restore us again, O God of our salvation and put away your indignation towards us. Will you be angry with us forever? Will you prolong your anger to all generations? Will you not revive us again so that your people may rejoice in you? Show us your steadfast love, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. Help us again, God of our help. Don't hold a grudge against us forever. You aren't going to keep this up, are you? scowling and angry year after year? Why not help us make a fresh start, a resurrection life? Then your people will laugh and sing. Show us how much you love us, God. Give us the salvation we need. Turn back, pray God of our rescue, and undo your anger against us. Will you forever be incensed with us? Will you draw out your fury through all generations? Why, you will again give us life, and your people will rejoice in you. Show us, O Lord, your kindness, and your rescue grant to use. Restore us again, O Spirit of truth. Burn us with the refining fire of love. We cannot live separated from you. Cast out the demons of fear, doubt, and illusion. Revive us again, we pray. May your people rejoice in you. Have compassion on your people, O Holy One, and grant us your forgiveness. De Leon, in describing the third reading of Lectio Divina, says it's a time to listen for a word or phrase that speaks to you. Respond to this word or phrase, feeling or image, with a spontaneous prayer. Let the prayer happen by itself without thinking. 
Let the prayer that arises after the reading rise like the smoke of incense from the depths of your soul. Psalm 85, verses 8 and 9. Let me hear what God the Lord will speak, for he will speak peace to his people, to his faithful, to those who turn to him with their hearts. Surely his salvation is at hand for those who fear him, that his glory may dwell in our land. I cannot wait to hear what he'll say. God, about to pronounce his people well, the holy people he loves so much, so they'll never again live like fools. See how close his salvation is to those who fear him. Our country is home base for glory. Let me hear what the Lord God would speak. When he speaks peace to his people and in his faithful, they will turn not back to folly. Yes, his rescue is near to those who fear him, that his glory dwells in our land. Listen, O people, in the silent chapel of your heart, and the beloved will speak of peace to you, to the hidden saint, to all who turn their hearts to love. Surely new life is at hand for those who reverence love. Oh, that harmony might dwell among the nations. In the commentary for the fourth stanza, Robert Alter says the poem uses a kind of allegory of the ideal moment when God's favor is restored to the land. It has a bold metaphor that focuses on the sense of an era of perfect loving harmony. After the reading, during the silence, use De Leon's words about the last stage of Lectio Divina to guide your time. Simply rest your heart and soul in God and listen attentively to what the still, small voice in your heart might be saying to you. Psalm 85, verses 10 through 13. Steadfast love and faithfulness will meet. Righteousness and peace will kiss each other. Faithfulness will spring up from the ground, and righteousness will look down from the sky. The Lord will give what is good, and our land will yield its increase. Righteousness will go before him and will make a path for his steps. Love and truth meet in the street. Right living and whole living embrace and kiss. Truth sprouts green from the ground. Right living pours down from the skies. Oh yes, God gives goodness and beauty. Our land responds with bounty and blessing. Right living strides out before him and clears a path for his passage.
Kindness and truth have met. Justice and peace have kissed. Truth from the earth will spring up as justice from the heavens look down. The Lord indeed will grant bounty and our land will grant its yield. Justice before him goes and he sets his footsteps on the way. Steadfast love and faithfulness will meet. Righteousness and peace will embrace one another. Wisdom will spring up from the ground and truth will look down from the sky. Yes, the eternal giver will grant what is good, and the lands will yield abundantly. Mercy and compassion are love's way. You will guide our footsteps upon the path of peace, as we recognize with open hearts that you are our peace. De Leon says, Amen is Hebrew for let it be so, or so be it. The word signifies a surrender to love. It is a total acceptance of the present moment as it is occurring without asking for more, without asking for less. One closing he offers as an amen is to breathe out and say, God's perfect love cast out all fear. Breathing in, say, God's perfect love fills my heart. Repeat this to yourself a few times as an amen. Breathe out, saying, God's perfect love cast out all fear. Breathe in and say, God's perfect love fills my heart. Our closing prayer will be hymn 795, Healer of Every Ill. The hymn was written by Marty Hagen, a contemporary composer of liturgical music. Psalm 85 is a group lament, and the note under the hymn says this sung prayer is not limited to personal physical healing. It deals with the larger and intangible gifts of peace and hope to vanquish fear and sorrow. And it is cast in plural because it is concerned with the healing of a wounded community. Before the closing prayer, consider how you might live out your prayer. De Leon suggests each contemplative practice should also focus on living your prayer. Perhaps you could reach out to someone you feel needs your help. With a compassionate heart, ask how you can help. Whether he or she answers you or not, Allow their grief or trouble to form a prayer in you as you rest in the sacred heart of Jesus. Reflect on one simple or doable action related to this time today. Try to embody this action item within a day or two.